Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daly. This is Gus Boyet. This is Don Hutchison. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travel to all these interviews from Barcelona, and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast wouldn't happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to join us, to become a socio, and to get every interview we produce without adverts and before it goes out on the main feed, plus lots of bonus content, including the chance to put questions to our guests and to me via the monthly Q&A. You will also get bonus content every month, including the audio versions of my regular columns for ESPN. So do please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and join the club and get your family and friends to do so. Maybe even strangers in the street. Love you. Welcome back. In this part of our interview with Federico Fernandez, we talked about World Cup 2014, a tournament that Fede began in the Argentina starting 11, but unfortunately he ended via a quixotic choice by his coach, watching his national team lose the final right at the death from the bench against Germany. Newcastle fans, however, listen up for a breakdown of the emerging and Fede is still sure developing talent of Alan San Maximan. Federico Fernandez is an Argentinian in Britain surviving in a different language. In my opinion, particularly somebody who's been given to speaking in Spanish on radio or television over the last 18 years, Federico Fernandez does so brilliantly. But he's an Argentinian who moved to Swansea, living in Newcastle, learning accents, ideas, and idiomatic expressions. Bear with him, because, believe me, like the L'Oreal girls, he's worth it. Maybe this is a boring question, but I... I I want to know. I'm curious about it, Fede. You, you, you weren't old enough really to see Diego Maradona in his best form, but he's inescapable for an Argentinian because, never mind football, he's one of the great sporting icons of anywhere, any country, all time. 
For those people listening to our interview who've never been to Napoli, when you went there or, or in all your time there, how obvious is it still that this is Maradona's city? Is his traces gone or is it still really obvious? No, it's really, really obvious. Uh, you see painting on the street uh, and when you are Argentina, you say Maradona, Maradona, Maradona. And yeah, I meet Bruce Colotti, the central back. He played with, with Maradona. He had a, a restaurant in Naples, so I was very often uh, with him. And uh, he, he absolutely uh, loved Maradona. Everyone, uh, of course, uh, they imagine that they, they won a couple of trophies with, uh, with him. And, uh, when today you see the videos or the photos of him at the stadium and the city is absolutely crazy uh, at that time. So uh, I, can, I can imagine how, how was the, the, the day by day of Maradona uh, with the city. That's because so much love in between uh, them and uh, yeah, they, they will remember forever 100% because uh, probably the great uh, player they, they have in, in, in the club and uh, uh, you know how, how important is, is this Was it too much pressure for an Argentinian to be there with that name always being thrown into the conversation? That, can it have a negative aspect too? No, no no in my opinion no uh, you have uh, yeah, so much pressure because uh, the club uh, is getting better and better uh, every year and uh, and today is competing for the for the first place uh, with Juventus. So you have to to win in games and make sure you arrive at the end of the season with a chance to to compete and, and winning trophy. So that's uh, what the fans demand a lot. But uh, it's no matter uh, where you come from. We talk about Napoli as potential trophy winners now, and we're talking about two Scudetti for Maradona. But they, didn't, they don't win many trophies, but you did. So the first Coppa Italia, it's, it's frustrating for you because you play an early game and then you go to the final and you win, but you have to wait in the banquillo. But the second one is, is dream, because sometimes a cup run in any country... You can play against a couple of little guys and then maybe one big tie. <laughs> and that wasn't the case for you because you beat Lazio. Then it's home away against Roma. S sensational opponents. Um, and if I'm not wrong, my notes tell me that you win the second game 3-0 against Roma. And they have Strutman sent off. It's in Sao Sao Paulo must have gone crazy that night because you qualified for the final. So do you remember the Roma semi-final, but also do you remember the noise, the emotion? Was it as easy as, as it looks, Callejon, Higuain and Jorginho scoring? The cup, uh, you know, when you start the first couple of rounds with a small team, no, obviously the focus is on the, on the Scudetto, and, and and maybe the the champion in Europa League. Um, when you go through the rounds in the in the cup, uh, everyone start to to believe and uh, they say, okay, we had a really good chance. But you say we we play again top team uh, from quarter final 
Tuvione will play a really good football and, and yeah uh, we, we feel it desert uh, the Coppa Italia uh, against uh, Fiorentina in the in the final and it was a great football for us when we we played so many chances we had top player in front uh, uh, yeah uh, I remember every time we left uh, by train to go to Rome <laughs> that is a the, the way from the coach to the train, it was the, probably the fans pick up someone and put in the, in the train. It was uh, full of them. Uh, and yeah, every time we back uh, at the airport, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. In, in the morning, always someone outside uh, with the motorino, beep, 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 and 3 o'clock in the morning, imagine that. <laughs> so always waiting for us. Uh, and yeah. Uh, when we were the the winners, uh, amazing stay with with the coach around the the, the city with the, with the fan. It was uh, it was amazing. What about the final? Because Insigne gives you two goal lead, two really good goals. Um, quite early, uh, Vargas, who I think is Chile international, he makes it two one. And then it's, even though Inler gets sent off and before the referee even shows the card, he's taking off the captain armband and walking off. So you're 2-1 up um, with, I don't know, 20, no, 10 minutes remaining against 10 men. But looking at it now, it's super nervous. And there's one chance, I forget who misses it. And I think you're following the, the ball past the post going, oh, I can't believe it. Were, were those maybe the 10 most nervous moments of your life? Well, uh, yeah, you know, uh, things you you start to to thinking uh, about, you know, uh, you are very close to to something special. Uh, yeah, last ten minutes, probably, you know, the Cadenaccio, Italian Cadenaccio, everyone back, <laughs> not considerably uh, fight for for every single ball. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we scored the first one very later on. I can't remember the, the, the minutes, but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I remember Pepe Rain as well ran until the corner, uh, you know, it's over, and uh, it's the moment when you realize that uh, it will happen, no? But yeah, you need to suffer as well. Uh, I mean, uh, Fiorentina it was a really, really strong team, good, good players, but uh, we know that uh, we need to be. 100% uh, concentrate and obviously they have a couple of chances as well. Three quick questions on this subject before we move on to Argentina. One, the Coppa Italia, what is it actually like? Lots of cups are famous because of their shape. The Coppa Italia, what does it look like? How heavy is it? What does it feel like in your hands? I feel amazing. (laughs) Any trophy feel amazing in your hands, (laughs) to be honest, even if it's a a glass of cup, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, yeah, it looked like a very average uh, uh, cup, nothing special, but uh, you know, with the Italian flag by the side, and uh, yeah, over your head, it's like uh, you are uh, in the moon. Perfect. Then two, two teammates. First of all, I was lucky over the tournaments that they won in 2008, 2010, 2012. I was working with the Spain squad close, like a TV producer. So I used to stay behind and watch the penalty kick competitions between Ica Casillas and Pepe Reina. And Pepe is a guy who treated me really well over all those tournaments. 
and we've got a kind of similar character in terms of mm, passion for life. Describe Pepe Reina like a teammate. Uh, probably the, the best teammate, funny guy in, in a dressing room that I, I share with. Uh, always smiling, positive energy, available teammate uh, that if you need something. Uh, I met him uh, last season when we played against Villa again uh, after a couple of, uh, of years and uh, it was great to see him and his family. Uh, yeah, I, I repeat, uh, every year see his face full of energy, try to, to, to do good things for, for the squad, you know, even if you lose a game, you know, try to be positive and uh, uh, good atmosphere on the dressing room, he's top guy. Then the obvious one that I guess you know is coming. I'm going to ask you about, did you already look at the Premier League calendar to see the first day that you're going to have to play against Edinson Cavani? <laughs> but he's not available, I heard, no? I heard that he's in quarantine, no? Sorry, Fede, you, you heard that or you hoped that? <laughs> I heard that. Okay, then, theoretically, theoretically... What kind of what kind of guy should the Premier League expect from Manchester United's new centre forward? And a little bit of advice for other centrales around the Premier League: How do you play against Enzo Cavani when he's on his best form? Because just like I described Seba Varon as a mixture of cultures, Cavani has got some of the the brains and the smarts of Luis Suarez. But also he has the physique of Didier Drogba. He's very complete striker. He's very fit. Uh, he really take take care about his body. So don't surprise. He's I think 33, but don't surprise how how many kilometers he can run again because he's fully fit. Yeah, uh, both uh, leg finishing with left and right, uh, no problem at all. He's uh, good in the air. So aspect uh, a guy who express every single uh, defender is you know the one that stay quiet and um, his his moving movement on the on the, on the box uh, is quite clever and, and he know what what he do you know um, if uh, I saw him you know move to the second post go to the first or the opposite so try to don't give a a defender, a reference, uh, so we will try to be in the shoulder. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, expect a, a really competitive guy that uh, will push uh, everyone. Let's talk about things agridulce to finish, yeah? because pl- playing for your national team for you has been obviously fantastic. I guess you made your family, your your town, really, really proud. But let's start against, um, in I think, in the state of New York against uh, Brazil because it's the World Classico. And OK, it, it was a friendly match. But um, your goal must... I was joking before. because But it is incredible that in, in the game that you play in the World Classico and you win 4-3, you score. You do go over your, your Brazilian Napoli teammate. You do score past your Brazilian Napoli teammate in Rafael in goals, is Cunaguero's ball in. I want to ask you three, four specific questions. Sometimes when central defenders go up for a header, they go up and, and hope. I know some guys in the professional game who go up and they close their eyes. 
from the moment Kun Aguero is taking the free kick, the corner kick, pardon me, what's going through your head? How, how does it happen? If you can do it in super slow-mo, go back to the moment, what happens? Uh, well, uh, well, never never a friendly when you play for Argentina, especially again. Again, again, Brazil. <laughs> uh, it, it was the atmosphere on uh, my life in New, in New Jersey. Amazing. Yeah, it was very crazy game. And um, yeah, and uh, my goal when I saw Aguero uh, going to take the corner, and I saw Leo Messi inside the box, I say, okay, the ball we can because many times in Argentina team they try to play short uh, the corner, so probably the ball not arrive properly. When I saw that situation, okay, I said, uh, be more attention because the ball we can. Uh, yeah, I try to make. Uh, I, Two meters running uh, to the first post, just uh, Ubini follow me and then a little bit back when the ball came. Uh, I shove, I put you know, the elbow in the shoulder of Ubini a little bit and uh, I had a really good contact that was straight to the post and, and I go in. Um, so yeah, we get the, the free free and then uh, Leo Messi had the amazing <laughs> final goal with the four free. It's getting no, it's getting better, <laughs> and over the years they still remember this this classico. Yes, we believe in biodiversity. It's from the makers of the Big Interview, and it's called Between the Lines: The Stories Behind Great Sports Writing. Every episode takes a classic sports book or outstanding piece of sports writing and examines how the writer crafted their story. This is a weekly show, and the series so far has featured documentaries on the miracle of Castel di Sangro and Andrea Perlo's autobiography, I Think, Therefore I Play. There's also interviews with writers like Henry Winter, Simon Cooper, Andy Mitten, and David Goldblatt. Here's David Winner on his legendary, scintillating book, Brilliant Orange. The book chimed perfectly with what the Dutch did in, in Euro 2000. They played the book almost. Exactly as I described, they played, and then they tragically, ridiculously, disastrously, unbearably lost in the, in the semi-final, this crazy game. And one of the big newspapers in Holland, the NRC Handelsblad, had a big page, like a whole front page of their review section the day after the, the Italy game. And it was all, you know, David Winner predicted this. And then years later, I discovered that they had two versions... <laughs> The other one, if, if Holland had won that game, they said David Wynn has got it completely wrong, doesn't understand anything. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. It's hard to ask this because um, I lived in Barcelona um, for 18 years now. So I've had the good fortune to see most of Messi's games live. I've interviewed him. I don't know, 25, 26 times. Um, sometimes short, sometimes long. And over the years, I've seen him changing from a little bit timido. Now, much more happy to speak, m- more of a captain. He's changed with the captaincy. And I'm not looking for uh, new adjectives, but I know it's difficult for fellow professionals to describe him. But you've played with him. You've you've travelled with him. Um, from, from your perspective... What has it been like being around one of the all-time geniuses of sport, not just football, of sport? What's that experience been like for you? Probably the first, the first time, you know, that same situation uh, that happened with uh, Ashala, no? Uh, select for the national team and plus uh, Messi is in the squad as well. It's magnificent. You, you see him, you know, the first day you see him and say, wow. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, you, you will understand because you meet him and he's quiet and he's l- like a very normal people. Um, that uh, outside the football, he absolutely loved the family, uh, stayed with them. Uh, and for us as well, he, he he's from Rosario, so when... We training in, in in Buenos Aires. He was all the time in the in the training ground. So we share our Argentina tea, colmate all the time, uh, talking about football or other things. So um, we have a really uh, strong uh, team. And uh, yeah, for me it was enjoy the experience. But uh, he's he feel like okay, he's one of. For me, it's like another Fede Fernandez, you know, it's obviously the dimension that uh, he, he had an impact in football is, uh, is the top of top of the game. So 
Uh, but outside, uh, just enjoying uh, with him and uh, his feelings. How tough is it, not only not to win the World Cup in Brazil, but to to be stopped by a coach who's trusted you all his life, Sabeja? One, he puts Di Michelis in, um, and then you have no more influence in whether Argentina lifts the World Cup or, or doesn't. That, that, to take that power away... It's tough. And, and then when you're a privileged spectator, because at any minute you can be called on. At any minute in the final, you can be called in and you can score a header from a corner to win the World Cup. This, I guess, is on your mind on the bench. But you're watching, in my opinion, sorry, Maradona, apologies, but in my opinion, the greatest Argentinian player, the greatest footballer ever, in my opinion, not win a World Cup again. And, and just like when Barca are beaten at Anfield... <laughs> The Messi game is really good inside the World Cup. And the Messi game at Anfield is astonishing when Barca lose 4-0. But the, the people with short attention spans or sometimes stupid people are going to forget that and they're only going to look at the result. When you look back at those last three games in Brazil and the final, what are your, not just your emotions, but what's your analysis? No, my analysis is always... Uh, in the national team is about the whole period that uh, I've been in and that was three years I played uh, 32 games so I start from uh, the qualification when the Michelis um, was out of the team and Sabela said me you need to play against Colombia away with 40 degrees uh, ok they put that t-shirt they don't ask you if you are ready or not so and after that we we won every single game in the qualification. We finished first. Uh, we find uh, a good team that play uh, good football, and um, the, the relationship between the fans and the team. And at the end, you know, you can feel it that it was connected. We are not a team that we scored three, four, five goals. It was you know uh, qualification in the South America is really tough. You need to be in Bolivia with this. It's so difficult to play. Colombia, Venezuela, so we managed to, to, to get really good results. And the World Cup, uh, my games, uh, you know, always we won the, the fourth game, but uh, I, I always say we are a team of 23 and everybody deserves uh, the challenge. For some reason, Sabela at the moment decided to maybe get more experience with the Michelis. At the end of the day, obviously, I'm disappointed, but I cannot be negative in the moment because we, we were in the quarterfinal of the World Cup and uh, that you say, mentally, I have to be ready for, for anything. Um, we've been so, so close that a couple of minutes, even for, for the penalty, you know, that will be probably the best uh, definition of the game. And... Uh, in between second place and first place, uh, so close and at the, uh, the same time so far away. So that changed your life. It's not about it's glory, glory, no. It's not about money, about nothing else. If you won the World Cup, uh, you will remember forever. So uh, yeah, I have a mix uh, feelings uh, to be so close. In my personal opinion, uh, obviously disappointed to to be out in the the, the important uh, games. But that's it before. Overall, in my time in the national team, 
enjoy and, and, uh, and give a good game for, for them and help the team to qualificate in a good way uh, and had a, a really a really good uh, workout after a very long time for Argentina uh, we don't reach the final it was 25 years at the time You said you were a good group can you remember then or subsequently did anybody go to look for you you're one of the guys that was a teammate of yours at Napoli as well Pepito Higuain who, who had a massive opportunity to to score. Did did anybody go looking for him at the end, or, or when something that big goes wrong, do you just give everybody space? How did that get treated? No, no. I mean, I've, I, obviously after the game, you don't have a time to analyze. Uh, you know, it was frustrates and uh, yeah, yeah. You say people have a real chance. Uh, Leo as well, the one they they cross. Uh, Palacio, um, Pipa, Iwain with Neuer, someone said could be a penalty, could be no, uh, you know, a small detail that could be changing the, the history, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we were, the, we were the better team uh, in the final, but sometimes football, and you know, football uh, sometimes not decide <laughs> who is the best, you know, uh, who scored the goals. Um, Ah, yeah, I mean, uh, that's, uh, the group was fantastic because uh, most of the guys, Iwai, Messi, Mascherano, uh, Gago, they know each other for a long time. Uh, we as a young, maybe with uh, Garay, um, uh, other guys uh, that we know I mean, for, from Estudiantes or from Naples, uh, it was great, to be honest. Uh, everyone pushed for Argentina in, in, in the fair way. The last two, we, we've got guys called socios who are the, the people who are our longest supporters, individual guys. And this guy is James Atkinson. And James has asked a simple question. He's a huge Newcastle fan. And he says, Fede, what is it like to train with Alan Saint Maximan? And how does he compare to some of the guys you've played with? If you want to say Mertens or Callejon or Pochalovetsi is a different player or Pedro Leon, the, the three of those guys, I think James, because Lovetsi wasn't really a winger, but Mertens, Callejon and Pedro Leon had similar positions in the pitch maybe. So what's it like to train with Alan San Maximan and um, where does he rank with some of the other mercurial players you've played with? Well, Alan uh, for me had a a natural uh, talent that uh, is difficult to to find in in this in this day. You know, he 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 dribbling. He, his quality is uh, amazing. I, I can yeah, I can see similar thing with uh, La Messi. You know, uh, when the ball they, they are you know uh, look like in trouble, but always find a way to to go out of uh, of people uh, and going down the floor and get up quickly and this kind of thing, no? Uh, yeah, well, the facing training always difficult. Uh, I say to the manager always, put 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 Alan in free touch, no, all in, because <laughs> he will pass <laughs> every time. Um, yeah, I mean, the guy is young and uh, if he improves the game and uh, the decision he make, uh, he will be in a few years in a top, in a top of the game. Are you learning, Jordi? Can can you sing Blade and Races? No. Do you know what 
Hawaii means or the tuned? No, no. When I was in Swansea, they went to to me. I went by, uh, speak Welsh, and here, surely not too many. Enough with my English. <laughs> so the last section is this. Now your English is is phenomenal, much better than my Spanish. The last section is this, Bielsa. What does it feel like for a top quality Argentinian football man to be in England in a time when maybe outside his home country, maybe Athletic Bilbao, there never seems to have been so many people who love and appreciate this guy who is a strange guy. Let's not pretend he's not a strange guy. But his football is beautiful. He seems to have found a home in Leeds. Everything being good, obviously, number one, everything being good, you're going to win Newcastle their first trophy since 1969 because it's weeks after this interview you're going to play Brentford. But I'm telling you now, just like uh, Toto Brizzo told you you're going to have a long future in England and the national team, uh, and uh, Ayala told you, I'm telling you you're going to win the League Cup. Newcastle's first trophy since 1969. But you play Leeds on 12th of December, I think. What is it like watching the Bielsa phenomenon at Leeds for an Argentinian footballer? Now, most of the people can see, no? Uh, in the Premier League, where everything is massive, uh, you know, around the world, how Marcelo Bielsa, his team, approach the game and, and the philosophy, no? You can lose the game or win the game, but the philosophy that yeah, I mean, for me, football is about moment and uh, what he done for Leeds, where I think it was what sixteen years ago in the don't be in the Premier League, um, had a really good two season in the Championship where the league is absolutely difficult and competitive, and they managed to be in the playoff the first one and obviously the second one promotion. It's not easy, so. Now you, you can see, but yeah, I'm pleasure to to see his team, uh, the way they play. No, uh, for me, every every one or every way is is has to be accepted. If you want, if you like more possession again, if you like long balls, or you like, you know, uh, it's football, and uh, you fight for beat another team. So one thing that I saw, you know the. The energy of his player and uh, how how they play, you know, uh, so it will be really tough to to face to face uh, his team. But, uh, so yeah, looking forward to obviously meet meet Marcelo um, and obviously wish the, the best uh, in, in in this in this uh, in this year. Then Federico, fantastic. Thank you for being a guest on the big interview. Thank you for sharing your ideas about football and your brilliant life. When you lift the League Cup above your head next year, think of this moment and think of the Coppa Italia. And then I'll ask you which of the cups is nicer. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Federico, thank you so much. A pleasure. Thank you for listening to The Big Interview. It's produced by me, which sounds egotistical, but it's also true, Graham Hunter, and Backpage. Our music is by Beer Jacket, who else? Editing by Charlie McGarry. 
Thank you to our hosts at Acast and our loyal sponsors at Bet365. We're also supported by our socios. Find out how to become a socio, how to support us at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Here endeth the lesson.